It's here. This is it. It's happening right now. This is episode 600 of the More Profitable Podcast. Welcome to the More Profitable Podcast with Stacey Harris. I'm Stacey, and this is the spot to learn more about the strategies, tactics, and tools you need to build your more profitable podcast. My team and I work every day with podcasters like you to shift shows from frustrating time sucks to productive members of your sales team, because your show should be built to generate and convert leads. So let's get into it. I don't know about you, but it feels like we've been counting down forever, but it's here. It's really all the way here. We are at episode 600 and I want to, we're going to talk about a lot today. I want to talk about some realities. I'm, I'm going to tell you three truths. Basically, we're going to, we're going to do this kind of two truths and a lie style, but with only truths, no lies. Uh, because I got a lot of questions and a lot of really great questions. And some of them I answered as part of this countdown here on the show. Some of them I've answered over on TikTok. More of them will be, uh, covered in upcoming episodes over the next, uh, couple of months because a lot of what came in wasn't like I could rapid fire Q and A style answer them. They were questions I really wanted to give some, some meat and potatoes to. I really wanted to have a conversation with you about it. So there's more of that coming, but there were three things that I wanted to speak to today that kind of are parts of answers to questions. And honestly, some of this goes with what we did last week, which for 599, if you haven't listened to it yet, make sure you go listen to it after this one. We talked about knowing when to make a change. And I talked about some of the changes I've made in my show. And I think that's really important to understand that change can happen. You know, I, I, in promotion for that episode, I talked a lot about like, you know, how have I survived? Because that was so the way so many of these questions were framed. But there was some stuff that like, if you just knew this, you might not actually have the question you have. And so I want to talk about these three truths that no one tells you when you launch a podcast. And before I get into that, I want to let you know, remind you, maybe you've, you've seen me talking about it around. But on May 10th, we are going to do a podcast roundtable. Specifically, we're going to come together. We're calling it um, podcasting for profitability. The intention of this conversation is to create a space for podcasters like you and I, service-based business owners who are using their show to generate, educate, and convert right fit clients. People who are coaches, consultants, financial advisors, copywriters, web designers, marketing experts. Maybe you sit in sort of a fractional marketing role. Like, Whatever the actual service looks like, you are snuggling up with your clients in their business, in their life, and helping them see a real, tangible, meaningful change and result. And that means that means sometimes our tactics are different, right? Sometimes our, our approach will need to be different because our goals are different. And so I wanted to create a room where we could have those kinds of conversations. If you would like to join us, we're going to talk specifically about how to use some of these landmark episodes to create kind of like a launch energy, some of that momentum, some of that visibility that can be harder to create, to cultivate when you you kind of have open, you, you, you're selling all the time. You can, you can take on clients as, you know, as you can. There's not the opening and closing of a course of a membership. Uh, you know, we, we don't bring on very many clients a month because we work at a pretty high level with our clients, 
but we do bring in clients regularly. We bring in clients, you know, every month, every couple of months. And so it, it, it's, it's a little more open and it's, it's harder to cultivate that season of promotion and then that season of delivery. We're kind of always both in promotion and delivery. And having episodes like this, having these landmarks like this can help you cultivate some of the energy, at least the fun parts of it. Uh, and so we're going to talk about how to use that to increase your visibility and get some of that momentum. Um, we'll talk about how I've done that over the course of this last couple of months as we get got ready for episode 600, this episode. All right, I want to dig in. I want to talk about the first truth that no one is telling you when you launch a podcast. You will get burned out. You will get overwhelmed. You will be over it. It's critical that you prepare for that. It's absolutely imperative that you are building a system and a structure to support you for when that happens. Because it's not an if. It's a, it's it is a win. This is maybe the biggest lesson that I tell people who are going to launch. This this actually frequently comes up in sales calls because we'll we mostly move our clients into production with us when they've been in their show for 6 12 months. And oftentimes what happens when I get on that call with them, that initial conversation is they're like, I know that it works because I see, you know, I'm hearing from clients or whatever, but like, I don't know how it works. I don't know why it works. I don't know what I'm supposed to do to make it work more. I do. I just keep doing this over and over again. I've talked about all of the things I can think of to talk about. What else could I possibly talk about now that I have hit 50, 75, a hundred episodes it will happen. Anyone who's done more than like five or 10 episodes has felt that, <laughs> that awful gut-wrenching feeling of like, I don't want to record. I don't want to do this. This is the last thing I want to do is sit here and talk to myself in my office, in my closet, wherever it is that you record for the next half hour to two hours, depending on how much I'm recording, how much I'm batching. We have all been there. It is imperative that you prepare for it. So what does preparing for it look like? One, have a quarterly plan. This is why we do the podcast strategy intensives. This is why we sit down quarterly with our production clients. Because even getting high level support, by the way, even getting your production outsourced, will not alleviate this completely. Now, I do think having support, especially high-level support, when your show and you are ready for that, does help this. Because when it happens to our clients now, they can come to me and they can say, I don't wanna. <laughs> what can we do? I need a break. What can we do? I need some energy. What can we do? I need a shift. Is there someplace we can whatever it is that they're craving, you know, saw someone else do and thought was interesting, whatever it is, they have someone to partner with on the timing of that, the process of that, just the, the managing of the thought process, just the, the processing of the idea. They have a partner in that. And that's why we do those quarterly calls. 
but it's still not going to go away. There's still going to be days. And I say this as somebody who waited a really long time to hand off production of this show to my team. And I say this as somebody who now understands what a weight having the team do what they do on this show, what a weight is lifted because of that. And still, there are times where I just keep moving that due date on recording something or I, I change what I was going to, I have sat down and completely rewritten a plan. It was a good plan, but I was like, I, I, I need something. And so when you run into that, have a process. What do I do when I have changed the due date on my recording or my release or whatever twice? We talked about this last week. That could be a red flag that a change needs to happen. So what is the system for you discovering what that change needs to be? Who are the people that you get perspectives from? Because they need to be people who have an understanding of your show, have an understanding of your goals, have an understanding of your market and who you're talking to and what you're doing with your show and in your business. But I will say, and this is the thing so many people resist. And honestly, when clients decide not to work with us, when people, when business owners decide not to work with us, this is often the reason why. You have to have a plan. You don't have to follow that plan. You get to pick how detailed or not detailed that plan is. But I highly recommend you having something that you can go to and go, this is what I'm saying. Because there will be times where you are not inspired. Where you feel deeply in your bones that you have not a damn thing to say. Not a thing. For real. It will happen. And so having a plan, having a doc, having a dashboard, whatever that looks like, that you can go back to and say, this is what we're talking about this week. This is what we're covering in this episode. This is what we're addressing today. And just start there. I'll tell you, one of the wonderful things about this is having something to say is often what gives me the idea of how I want to say it or the direction I want to go. Or sometimes the thing I want to say is dead. And that'll get, the one I had planned will get moved on the list. More often than not, though, I see it and I go, oh, yeah, I was just having that conversation with my client. They were just in Monday leaving a question about that. I just got an email from somebody about that. Somebody just sent me a Vox about that. Whatever it is, I got a DM about that the other day. And I'll go, oh, yeah, this is the approach I wanted to take with that. And I will run with it because I had a starting off point because I had some place to begin. Build yourself a system and process so that you are ready for when you burn out, for when you're overwhelmed, for when you are over it, for when you have not a thing to say. The number two truth no one will tell you when you launch a podcast and this is, this is specifically for launch. And the reason it's here is because we don't handle a lot of launches. And it's because of this. Your first 20 episodes are for you. They are not for your listener. They are for you to prove to yourself that you can do this. 
I get a lot of questions about, about, you know, little nuancey stuff like frequency and, and, and length of show. And those are the decisions you make in those first 20 episodes when it's you doing this, having conversations. If you're doing interviews, going through the process, figuring out how you get this done. Yes, people will listen. Yes, your show will start to grow. Yes, you need to be doing this in a way that is mindful of, of a, a blossoming listenership. But those episodes, more than any after them, are for you. Are for you to prove to yourself that this is a thing you want to do. That you want to stick with. That you want to be with. And, and let me be clear, when I say stick with, I don't mean this means I do a weekly show for all of time and forever. I mean, this is a thing I want to do. Or, no, that was good. I like building those 20 episodes. I like that I have this this package of sales assets. I like that I have this package of content that I can repurpose. But it's not for me. I want to try something else. I want to do videos. I like doing blog posts. I want to do, I want to do this podcast, but I want to do it in seasons. I only ever want to have to worry about 10 or 15 or 20 episodes at a time. And then I'm going to take breaks. I want to be in and out of it. I don't want to be on all the time. We talked about this in the episode where we talk about seasons versus weekly. I'll link to it in the show notes. Um, Neither is wrong. Neither is right. It's what works for you right now. And that can change. But those first 20 episodes and the decisions you make in them are for you. It is about you getting your feet underneath you with this whole thing. And when you recognize that, when you accept that, and when you pursue that launch with that in mind, it will be a lot easier for you to navigate some of the hurdles that will come up. This is, this is the reason that we don't do launch in production anymore. We do launch through an intensive. So we build out your plan together, and then you can go and record. And if once you record those, you decide you want our team to produce them for you, we can do that. We can talk about what that looks like because then you have, you have, you have your episodes, you have a show and it's ready to go out in the world. Cool. Let's put it out in the world and let's do this thing. But you have created that already. So now you get to spend those first six, eight weeks of your show focused on promoting it, focus it on having conversations. Focus on planning the next 20 episodes instead of having to be trying to keep up with a process you have just created that is brand new, that you are currently actively in the middle of creating. Give yourself that space. Give yourself that permission to approach those first 20 episodes as an experiment, as a thing that is for you, a proof of concept. And that means really approaching it from a minimum viable product perspective. What is the easiest way for me to get these out? Sit down, partner with someone to get the strategic direction, make the rest as clean and simple as possible. The third truth no one tells you when you launch a podcast, and I'm going to be honest, this one is maybe the most important and probably the one of these that I need to, will at some point dedicate a whole episode to. But the purpose of your show 
is not an exercise in proving how smart you are. You will not, you cannot value your way into a sale. If you want to be converting your clients, if you want to be using your show to generate, educate, and convert right fit clients, if you want to have clients or prospective leads showing up on sales calls, parroting your show back to you, it will not happen because you bury them in fun facts and how to's. It will happen when you build sales assets, assets built to show them their next right step, not show them how to buy from you, but show them their next right step. So if their next right step is understanding that you are a values match, that's the job of your values episodes where you're talking about how you approach things and how you think about things. This is a great example of that. There's not a lot of how-to content here. This this episode's not something that you're going to go and implement right now. It is, however, an episode where you're going, oh yeah, that is how I want to think about my show or how I want to approach it or that is something worth me remembering especially this third one, because this is something we all get guilty of. If I just keep burying them in value, if I just keep overwhelming them with information, they'll buy. But we've never told them what buying looks like, how to know how to assess their own readiness for our offer, how to know uh, what happens once they get on the other side of the purchase? We talk about this in the case study episodes. We talk about this in our sales page episodes. I will link to both of those in the show notes. We talk about this a lot because it is a critical piece of this. You have to tell them how and what the next step is. You have to demonstrate that you are a values match, that your process is in alignment with them because not there are a lot of roads to success. There are a lot of ways to get to where you want to go as far as converting clients. And I'm just going to be obnoxiously transparent here. That's why I, till it makes you, makes your ears bleed, say that this show is built to generate, educate, and convert because without generate and educate, convert won't happen. And notice nowhere in there did I say provide value. No. I'm using that educate step to train my future clients how to show up, what they need to have. Because oftentimes what keeps people from purchasing, especially from a service provider who they're going to be working with in a 12-month contract, which is what we do in production, we can sometimes over-exaggerate what the expectation of us will be. We can decide in our head that all of it's going to be harder than it really is. So that's what we're doing with our educate piece. We're not teaching them how to do our job. If they wanted to do our job, they would go learn how to do our job. That's not how and what they want to learn from us. They want to learn how they can be doing whatever it is we support them with better. They want to know how they can be getting better results. And so tell them. Turn them into the business owner the student, the client, the whatever, however you language that, the best they can be. Set them up for success in working with you. Don't drown them in value that is going to leave them confused 
and even more unsure of what it is they're supposed to do next. Or worse, chasing some tactic that's a poor fit for them. That's maybe one of the most dangerous things about valuing your audience into a sale is you just give them shiny object after shiny object after shiny object. Lots of bunnies to chase that are not going to get them where they want to go. And so I implore you, be using your show as a way to support your listener in moving forward, finding their next best step. Instead of turning your show into an exercise of here's how smart I am. Because it will never give you the payoff you want. And in all honesty, it's going to leave you wildly resentful. Because you're going to have a whole lot of people showing up for free, unwilling to pay. And it doesn't mean that there aren't people who get everything they need from your podcast. There are people who will listen to this podcast and that's all they ever do. Because all they needed was their thought process challenged. All they needed was a uh, permission slip to approach it the way they wanted to approach it, which was the way I was talking about it. And that's cool because then this show gave you your next best step. But more often than not, what it helps you do is say, oh yeah, that's how I want to be doing this. I need to be supported in a way that can do that. And that's how you know it's time for us to have a conversation. It's time for us to talk about what does production look like? What does your business look like when you take that off of your to-do list? What does your show look like? What does your energy look like when you're not just trying to keep up with it, but when you're ahead? When you're thinking three, six, 12 episodes ahead of where you are, instead of at today's episode that has to be recorded because you said it was going to go out tomorrow, or Friday's episode that you have to get out by Monday, or whatever it is for you. If now is that time, and I know for more than a couple of people it is, let's have a conversation. We are taking on new production clients as we move into these next couple of months. We have spots for two to join us in May. If one of those is you, I would be thrilled. I would love to have you because you know this stuff, because you're ready to take this step, because you're ready to run in the direction of building a show that supports you and your sales goals instead of being a massive suck on your time and energy. I don't want that for you. Let's have a conversation. Head over to uncommonlymore.com, fill out the form, book a call. You and I will have a conversation. See if now's the right time. If it's not, I will tell you, I promise. Because we work the way we do because we work with clients for a really long time. It's crazy, I have a client that is retiring this month. We've worked together 10 years. It's bananas. And the only reason we're not working together anymore is because she is actually retiring. She is, she's in her uh, late seventies and it's, it's, it's time. She's, she's ready. And we've worked together a really long time and that's so exciting, but that's, that's how I work with people. It's I work with people for a really long time. And so I look forward to working with you and building this relationship with you and helping you have a show that supports you, that feels good, that is exciting. And because we talked about this today, 
that is a system and has a structure that supports you when you're over it. Because more than once have we had the email of like, I can't, I, I got no lit. I have, I can't do it. There's this going on and there's this going on. It's like, cool. Here's, here's what we'll run instead. We've got these episodes. If you want to record a promo or a beginning ep- uh, uh, intro, it says, Hey, we're running this and enjoy. And because you're building assets that you can do that with. And that's a game changer. All right. Head on over to uncommonlymore.com slash production to learn all about that. And I will see you right back here next week for episode 601. Thanks for hanging out with me. I'm excited to see what comes next. I hope you have a fantastic week and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Remember that content consumption does not make changes. So commit to doing something from today's episode. Maybe it's taking action on what we talked about. Maybe it's reaching out to me and learning more about podcast strategy intensives or what podcast production looks like with our team. All of that is over at uncommonlymore.com. And if you haven't yet signed up for the podcast newsroom, I want to remind you that is a great next step. If you're not really sure what comes next, hang out over there, get those exclusive private episodes. That's over at podcastnewsroom.com. And the last favor I will ask, because social proof is endlessly important for sure, is to leave a rating or review for this show. If you go to ratethispodcast.com slash more, that's the easiest way to do it. But I would love to hear what you thought of the show, what you think of the show, and if the show has been helpful for you. I can't wait to chat with you. So this is just the start of the conversation. Reach out so we can keep it going. Talk soon.